podcasting from Northwest Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Gen Extra Podcast, a show about Generation X, movies, technology, weird news, and anything else they feel like. Join them every Monday morning. Now, here's your hosts, Dave and Joe. You know, now I can't not hear what Tim pointed out. Like, I kind of uh, ign- I know. I ignored I know. it for a long time. <laughs> well, and I, right, it never really came up. I heard it before, but that was just kind of like whatever. I, yeah. I even debated if maybe technically it was the right way to say that. I didn't actually check, but n- no. I mean, now now I hear it every time. I know. Now here's your host. <laughs> God, thanks, Tim. Anyway, um, yeah. So uh, welcome back to the show, everybody. If you're uh, if you're a new listener, you know, thanks for checking us out. Stay tuned for more episodes. Uh, I guess <laughs> in the future. Yes. <laughs> Uh, you know, do the do the do the stuff. Like, subscribe, follow, whatever you're supposed to do. And uh, if you're a long time listener, welcome back, all you little Gen Extra fans, Gen Extra Xers. What do we call our fans? I don't remember. Gen Gen Extra Xers. Our little Xers. Gen, ex- <laughs> Gen Extraers. Uh, we never decided. It's no, still, this, we didn't. This comes up all the time. We need we need some names. Gen Xers. Gen, I feel no, like our I feel like our little Xers is like a ripoff from uh, <laughs> from Lady Gaga. Xers. <laughs> It totally um, is. It is. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, we do have a, a bit of an outline for the show. But first, if you did not listen to the last show, uh, it was like a two-hour special uh, segment or segments, a special edition show we did with Tim. And it was it was a lot of fun. Tim had some crazy stories to talk about. And uh, we're going to try and get him back on again in the future. But, uh, yeah, if you didn't uh, if you didn't check it out yet, uh, take a listen. Yeah, if you're and Tim, if you're, if, you're, if you're still listening forward, thank you for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. I do encourage everyone to go back and listen to that. Just absolutely what I think is amazing and incredible story is, as, as Tim made his way, you know, humble beginnings in, in Connie Lake Park all the way to Las Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Riding or uh, operating uh, roller coasters and rides to, uh, yeah, making movies. It's pretty crazy. It's a yeah. fun story. Really cool stuff. So, all right. Well, Joe, what the hell are we do in this episode? I don't know. Are we almost done? I think so. Yeah. It was good to talking, right. everybody. We'll, uh, we'll see you yep. next time. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we do have, uh, I, okay. I said it before weird news. It's either feast or famine. I think it is, yeah. it comes up either nothing or I can't stop finding it. Like it just shows right, up right. and there, we have like four more stories we're going to talk about. So we have a huge weird news segment here in the middle and, uh, we're going to end the show today with a, a fun quiz game generated by chat GPT. <laughs> Yeah, today's episode brought to you by, <laughs> by ChatGPT. <laughs> no, literally, some of it was generated by ChatGPT. No, so I think it's all I think of it's it. cool, though. All my questions were. And I tell yeah, you what, I, if you haven't used ChatGPT, and I really haven't much at all, you use it all the time. Yeah. Uh, dude, it's crazy, man. Like, you log on, and you have to create an account, and then you can just type in whatever you want to chat with, with ChatGPT, and... It, I asked for some specific uh, uh, trivia questions, and it gave them to me. I was able to to change them. I was like, "Can you replace number three with this kind of a question?" And it did, and it's pretty uh, pretty cool. So I'm excited to do this uh, this trivia later on with you. I I think what you touched on there is probably the biggest impact that I, at least I've seen from it when I personally use it is that unlike like a traditional like Google search or something something along those lines, you can converse with it like another person. Right. Yeah. It'd be like it'd be like if you wrote a quiz for me for 10 questions and I came up to you and I said, Dave, 
I don't like number five. Can you replace number five with something? And it's it totally takes it within context of you saying that. Yeah, it keeps all the other nine questions and just replaces yeah. that one. And then for one it, of them, I was like, can you make this one a little harder? And it did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just, I mean, it's, and here, if if you haven't used it yet, they actually did a big upgrade that was significant this last week. So ChatGPT version four, which it is now, could not access the current internet. It had an archive of data from prior to sometime in like 2022 or 2023 or something. I don't remember the, the, what the deal was, but they just upgraded it. So it now, it's it's uh, brain, so to speak, mm. is can you can use the entirety of the current internet, not just its previous data set, which will keep it more up to date on current events. Because one of the weaknesses of, of ChatGPT before this last week or the last week or so uh, was that it wasn't current, right? But now it is. So if you want to talk, you want to ask it things about current events, or if you're doing like history research, or not history, like deep history, but something that may have happened like a few months ago, mm. right? You know, it can find it. So anyway, I, we don't have to spend a whole bunch of time on it, but that's a very significant update for the platform. Yeah, like, so I'm, I literally just just scratched the surface of, of this thing. I'm sure it can do all kinds of things that I'm unaware of. And like I, said, I just asked it for some for some trivia questions. That's I know, probably the right? simplest thing I can probably ask it to do. Uh, yeah, so I actually kind of want to play around with some more. It seems like it could be a lot of fun to, to tinker around with. Uh, so yeah, you uh, you want to jump into the news? Well, you know what? What's that? I have I have something else I want to cover at the beginning of the show today. Okay. So I've been doing a thing where I have gone back way back. Mm. To some of our older shows, and I know we talked. I know we talked about this before, yeah. right? I know we talked about this before, <laughs> where we have, uh, like, you know, we'll joke and say, "Well, remember that episode, right?" But oh yeah, I actually we reference went, a lot of shows. Yeah, yeah. I actually went back, and I don't. I just it's kind painful. of randomly looked. I yeah. We'll, we'll get into that here <laughs> okay, in about right. a second. Yeah, go I ahead. went back and I tried to find just something interesting to do a self review on. So I I went back to season one. And I tried to find a topic that we did that I was like, that was kind of like jumped out at me. Like, I was like, wait, was this a good topic or not? Like, why did we even talk about this? And so I picked one out, one of our, one of our earliest topics that we talked about way back in season one. And I kind of did a self-review on it. And I, and I wrote down, I jotted down some notes on okay. what I think we did. What do I think we did? Okay. What I think we did poorly. What I think we did actually pretty good Oof. on. So are you are you interested in hearing um, what I what I found? I am because I've also gone back and listened to some of our older shows. I mean, I've heard them all, you know, when they were new, you know, because I obviously I have to sit here and edit them, but yeah, but you know, usually afterwards, like I'll I'll throw it on maybe like you know a few days after it comes out or whatever, just just to hear it, if, almost like you said, sort of like a self critique, you know. I don't know if that that made us any better as podcasters, or, you know, because we didn't become like complacent with like okay, well, it is what it is, you know. So, right, right. But going back and listening to older episodes now, and we'll probably have the same we'll probably have the same realization about those episodes, like to these ones, you know, a year from now. So oh, pro yeah, probably. But I I don't think it's going to be as bold as I, some of or, or so. as broad as some of these like findings. Yeah, because I'm interested to see what you wrote down because my general just opinion on our old shows the the content yeah. was fine. It was there. But our delivery was a little bit stale. And so anytime I recommend the show to people, I'm like, don't go way back. 
Like don't start way back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. start back like maybe like 30 or 40 episodes ago. <laughs> right. Just halfway. Start halfway. Yeah, that's not even halfway anymore, man. That's like that's like a third. <laughs> oh man. That's that is right. Because because this is episode 140, 139, something like that. Yeah, I think it's 140, I think. But uh, yeah, so wow. what what did you write down there? Okay. So wait, well, actually, so, did you say which which show you listened to? I did. So uh, if you would like to go back and take notes on the same thing that I just listened to, okay. you can go back to season one, episode 19. So season one, episode 19, we did three things. I only reviewed one of the three things. Don't worry. This isn't going to take like up an hour or anything. Okay. But we did three things that day. We did what we call Dave and Joe, the fashion experts. I remember the show. Which is, <laughs> which is the one that I actually reviewed. I reviewed that segment, right? Yes. Oh uh, my God. Yeah. Okay. We're going to go ahead. <laughs> I did, we did Tom Cruise does movies, mm-hmm. right? We had a discussion about like all of the stuff that Tom Cruise has done. Cause he was in like a, just an obscene amount of movies. Uh, and then we did bowling, which actually I would actually like to revisit again someday. But regardless of that, I, the part of this show that I reviewed was Dave and Joe, the fashion experts, because it jumped out at me. I was like, what? Like what? We are what anything are but fashion day? experts. <laughs> I know. I know. Which is kind of why we labeled it that. Right. Yeah. Just for the, for the funny or for the joke. Okay. So here's what I pulled. Here's here's some of the notes I took on that, mm-hmm. right? And, and obviously, feel free to jump in on any of this stuff. But this is some of like the okay, good, and the bad of that segment. So one of the oddities of this show is actually one of our more popular episodes. For some reason, this episode, if you just if you aggregate all of our episodes from like top to bottom, it's near the top. So is it I really? don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it was just the topics or we had a certain where certain people were just tuning in at the time, but this one has significantly more downloads than other shows. So I did note that just kind of like a weird oddity. There are some shows that you never know which one is going to kind of take off more than another. Yeah. There's definitely been a few, but there's always ones that are like guest specific and and they, you know, like they'll pull in a a temporary audience even. Right. They try, they tend to, to, yeah, they tend to trend higher. Yeah, but I remember the one we did was uh, about the that Julia, Julian, Julia Kopka, whatever the girl that fell yeah. out of the airplane. That one got like tons of views, and I don't know why. Like, you know what? I think it was. I think Tim actually clued us in on why. I think it caught caught up in search engines. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's right. Because he said he was searching for Connie Out Lake, and he found us that way. And yep. yeah, somebody was probably just searching her story and found that episode. We need to be. Maybe we need to be better about labeling our our subject matter in on the show. This is a story for another time. But yes. if we were better at this, there is an entire entire science to search engine optimization, mm-hmm. which we which we admittedly do not do well with. Which is something that I think we have hit on a couple of our episodes, which have trended higher. We've accidentally run into it. Oh yeah, dude! I spent so much time on my own personal websites for my business, uh, just optimizing my SEO. Yeah, and it, it it took me so long because there's so much research you have to do to figure out what people are actually like, like what they're looking up, what words they're using, and you have to make sure they're in there. So yeah, but anyway, that that's a whole other topic. But uh, yeah, so keep yep. going. Okay, so one of the most immediate things that jumped out at me. Now I admit this is not part. I'll get into the segment specific stuff here in a moment. Mm-hmm. One of the most immediate things that jumped out at me was that we spoke much slower, and the pacing of our conversation is very different well not not so different that you can't tell it's us or we're not doing like we're now but like you could almost tell that we weren't sure how we wanted to approach every conversation like we were our delivery was very it was much drier and subdued i guess subdued right a lot a lot less enthusiastic 
And that was even when I was remote on that show, which is another problem I'll talk about for in a second. But I was remote on that show. But that's the very first thing that jumped out of me was like how how we were conversing. We were just like very flatline. It wasn't bad. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't bad. But it jumped out of me. I was like, man, we talk differently now. We do. We definitely do. And now I'm like, now I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, what, what, what do I do different? I don't want to like start overthinking it. <laughs> no, I start analyzing the way I'm actually talking on the show now. Well, I think now we just, the, the best thing I can find of it is at the time, we just couldn't figure out how we wanted the show to feel. So both of us subconsciously just kept it very flatline. Right. Like it was just like, you know, Dave, what is our next topic? Oh, look at this thing that I found. Here's what it says. Right. Yeah. Uh, I do so find the earlier episodes are kind of boring in, in a way, just in our delivery. The, the content was there. The Like everything we had, we yeah. talked about was like, I wish we could go back and redo yeah episodes like because it would be so different but keep going though i'm sorry i keep interrupting okay so at the time i was a remote show i was still using a boom mic off of a gaming headset i mean it worked don't get me wrong it worked but it doesn't have any filters on it it doesn't have any it didn't have any mic control on it it didn't have a puff guard on it right so there's a ton of like puffs and sounds and slurred s's and just like you can you it, it it sounds like I'm talking from a gaming mic, and that was actually a really big negative in my opinion. Like it was our only option at the time, but it, you can certainly tell that I was just like I threw a headset on. And I'm like now I'm talking through a headset. Yeah, it was definitely very muffly, and uh, it, it sounded bad. I mean, dude, it's it's a headset yeah. mic. We've talked about that before in the show too. So it's yeah, yeah it, we we went through the evolution of our our microphones and, and equipment. I, I've said this before, like with the show, and we tried to put our best foot forward. I remember was like we wanted to at least have the good audio from the beginning and we didn't but we thought we did and well it, it was weird because it, it could be the best show yeah. ever which is not you know by any means but if your audio stinks well then no one wants to listen to it no it's just annoying it is yeah i did i found it rather annoying to listen to as well like kind of like god our sound sucked but well i can't i find myself like i'm like i'm like, I'm like why am i i just i sound like i'm just breathing into the microphone which i mean <laughs> unfortunately i i kind of was because right. it's a headset mic now to be fair to ourselves though our our sound audio was much better when i was sitting at the studio obviously talking into the local microphones yes those, oh, that, those all sounded fine don't get me wrong about those but when i started going remote was when like my end took like a nosedive yeah yeah, it really did. Yeah, we, we've all we've corrected that since. But uh, yeah. yeah, so what other than the technical okay. side of things? So let's let's get to the content. Stuff. Yeah. So, so technical stuff aside, right? So and like you said earlier, like was was the content there? So the thing that I found what was a good ad. This is kind of like what I put in the OK thing was that we had we had this topic where we were I think what we were doing is we were set out to, to talk about today's fashion trends and compare them to to like what we grew up with. Right. Mm -hmm. And what I found in our conversation conversationally is because we didn't lay anything out. Cause you and I do a much better job of laying out what we want to do for the show, you know, at least in like a, you know, an outline or a grid or whatever, but we meandered a ton with this topic. Like we kind of hit on like some of the newer trends and we, and we, but we kept meandering back to some of the older trends. Like we didn't have a lot of structure around it. No, it was very, <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. It was very like, you I, well the, the thing I kept thinking about the entire time I was listening to it I was like where were we going with this and I don't think what we, was I of, didn't know it was literally just the idea <laughs> yeah because it was literally just an idea that yeah. we scribbled down with a couple underlines 
And we had used it to generate a conversation. But what I found is like, again, it wasn't like good or bad, but kind of like one of the neutral aspects of it. I was like, I'm like, I kind of like what they're talking about reviewing myself here, Mm -hmm. but I'm not really sure where they're going with it. Right. So I kind of noted that. But I did find while we probably struggled with that a little bit, I did find, believe it or not, I did find the conversation that we were having really interesting because there were a couple we every time we would get onto like the next like fashion trend or whatever, Mm -hmm. we always had some interesting cultural comparison or self-comparison to like to what to whatever it was, whether it was haircuts or whether it was like the baggy jeans or it was like one of the trends that's coming back now. We always had some like self-comparison or an interesting like story to attach to it, which I thought we did really well because we were able to like take a a piece of what we were talking about and relate it to something that like we had experienced. And I thought that we did that part like really well. Yeah. I, I kind of remember talking about mustaches in that episode. Did we talk we about mustaches? Okay. All right. Yes. Yes. Because the mustache yeah. was growing out of, was was certainly part of like, especially with COVID at the time, mm-hmm. everyone was indoors regrowing their facial hair. Yeah. But why the mustache? That, that's what I think that's what bothered me then was like, like it, it, it's such an odd thing. Cause I feel like, I feel like mustaches were such a product of like the seventies and eighties. Oh yeah, totally. And I mean, I guess every, here we go. Here we go. Every trend comes around, you know, it comes back. But that one like threw me though. I'm like, really? Like a mustache. But hey, some people really pulled off well. I don't think I could think I'd look weird with just a mustache. (laughs) Maybe when I come up tomorrow, I'm going to shave my beard and just come up with a rock and just a stash. I I think you should. I really think you should. You would not be able to stop looking and laughing at me the whole time. No. No, that's not at all what would happen. No, I don't know. You totally might be able to rock it. Maybe. You totally might be able to rock it. I mean, my dad rocks it. He's been rocking a mustache since I can remember. So, I don't know. Maybe I could pull it off. But you are right. We did. That ended up as part of the conversation. there, And that goes back to my earlier point that, like, we just kind of meandered a little bit. And somehow we ended up on mustaches. And it was, but the good part, the good side of that was that we were able to relate it. We actually had some funny moments in that bit that I really enjoyed. Like the weakest parts were definitely like the structure and the sound quality. The actual like ability for us to generate conversation was definitely was definitely a high point of that section. If we mm. were to do that again, I think we would add more structure to it. I think we would have specific bullet points about like different things we'd we'd want to compare and contrast better oh, sure. to like what we do now. But for season one, whatever it was, episode nineteen, yeah, I'll say not a bad start minus the sound quality. Yeah, we were only nineteen episodes in. And now we're 140. So I would hope that we've gotten better. <laughs> I know if we didn't, we're doing something wrong. Right. So was there any other notes about the old shows? I, just, I uh, didn't. That's the only segment that I've done so far. So what I'm thinking of doing is what I'm thinking of doing is every few episodes, I might bring up a piece that I that we had done, whether in the beginning or in the middle somewhere, just to see if it still holds up. Or maybe I go back and find... Uh, we, we should have done better on this one, or maybe I find, or we, we did really good on this, this, uh, this segment. All right. Look, I mean, if we go back and we start nitpicking all of our old shows, everything from episode one up until like halfway through season two, like we're going to find stuff wrong. We're going to find stuff wrong from 10 episodes ago. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Like, so we'll have to like find like a particular like criteria of what we're looking for. Yeah. But. There might be a funny, there might be a couple segments out there that we want to talk about again because because of some particular reason. Yes, that's what I was going to say. I think, I think it'd be kind of fun to go back and find subjects that we had that maybe have like a new update. Like, uh, I remember there was an episode we talked about like the top, 
like the top 10 beers this summer or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, that's probably going to change. So that could be a fun update to look back because, you know, with the whole Budweiser Bud Light debacle that happened, I remember in that episode, Budweiser was, was number one. They were the number one selling yeah. beer. I'm kind of curious now if that's still the case. Like, until we get some new, like some new uh, numbers to back right, that right. up, you know, that might be fun to revisit too. So yeah, I, I like the idea. I think we should go back and kind of snoop around and see what we can find. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll pick some things out. Yeah. So all right, man. Uh, well, that's interesting. I, I I'm looking forward to kind of uh, uh, seeing what we come up with there. Yeah. So all right, do you want to? Uh, we just gonna we just gonna call this weird news. We going into it. Yeah, let's let's do it. All right, here we go. Here's some. Uh, where's my button? Oh, there it is. Here we go. From all across the world, there are stories to be told: the strange, the bizarre, funny, freaky, the abnormal, and extraordinary. Grab your beer or pour some booze. It's time for the weird news. You know, sometimes you know, I wonder if we should play that every time we do weird news. But when I'm in the car with my wife, yeah, and we happen to throw an episode on, because if she hasn't heard it, I'm like, you want to hear the new show? She's like, yeah, we'll throw it yeah. on. Dude, she mouths the words to that every time. Really? <laughs> yeah, she she knows it by heart. You know, it's okay. I have to mention something. I apologize. I'm going to connect this to the previous segment we just did. Mm -hmm. We were still doing the manual, like we did the intro at the time. Yeah. Technically, actually, you did the intro most of the time. I did it sometimes, but you did the intro most of the time. That particular episode, season one, episode 19, you sound so bored doing the intro. I probably, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like, I probably was. I kind of want to hear it now. You, you literally were just like, entertainment, Dave and Joe. Okay, okay. All right. Anyway, on with the show. Like, it was, it was the best bored delivery I've, I've heard yet. <laughs> All right. So, as you were mentioning that, Joe, I, I pulled up my my Podbean app because if you go onto like the regular like iTunes pod podcast yeah, app, yeah, it doesn't go back the whole way. It's weird. So if you actually if you're listening and you want to go back and hear some of our very early early episodes, uh, download the Podbean app and uh, you can find us on there. But I found this episode, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up. Okay. And I'm gonna I want to hear the intro, Joe. I want to yeah. hear, oh, hear what you're talking about. Oh boy. So I'm, I'm gonna play it here for the show. Okay. Welcome to another episode of the Gen Extra Podcast with Dave and Joe. This podcast where we talk about anything and everything from the perspective and life experiences of these two guys born oh my God. in Generation X. That's oh, right. Wow. You're so, you're so bored. <laughs> I know. You're so bored. You're well, the, hey, welcome to the show. Uh, the Generation I'm Dave. Extra Podcast. Dave extra, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna, actually, like, that made me a little bit embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so worse. Like you're just like at that point, you just we just sort of skipped the intro. I know, just deleted it. Yeah, just been like, welcome to the Gen Extra Podcast with David Joe. What's our first topic for today? Yeah, you're like, what was that? You're like, you're like, that's right, Dave, or something. Like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! All right, well, let's okay, let's keep. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're switching gears. We're going back to weird news here. Um, so we have a couple. So we found a story about. A close call with an asteroid. Actually, my wife, my wife showed this to me, and I showed it to you, and you found everything that we got to know yeah. that we need to know about that. Elon Musk is making robots. By the way, uh, they're called Tesla bots. And I found two other stories. Someone uh, uh, mowed something naughty into a lawn, 
and uh, 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 Arby's. I think it was Arby's. Was it Arby's? Mm-hmm. Anyway, fast I think. Food, I yeah. Think so. Let me double check that and verify. Uh, yeah, Arby's restaurant. Dead body in the freezer. Cla- <laughs> Classic Arby's. <laughs> Look, that's a terrible story, but we'll get into it. But anyway, um, all right. Let's, I want to talk about this asteroid thing. So I'm going to kind of have you sort of lead the way on this one. Yeah, because, sure. You know, this is this is your neighborhood, man. You like space, so well, we both we both live on Earth. That we do. So, so I mean, the neighborhood itself is rather large, and we both live here. But so, the, okay, so I was trying to, when it comes to like that, just this asteroid news, I was trying to narrow this down to specific asteroids. But what I found was kind of fascinating. There's like four asteroids right now over the last like now and like over the last several months that have passed. Mm-hmm have passed within what they call that, like that close proximity range. All right. That's what I found fascinating about the story. Yeah. How, f- the, the one that we're going to talk about, how far away from earth was it? The, well, okay. It depends on which one you want to talk about. So hey. if I have to go and find the one that I think the one that you might've been referring to is, is what NASA calls 2023 JS4. And it's and it's going to pass within what they call close proximity. It's about 120 feet. Oh, God, did you want to say something? That's going to say how big was it? I don't no, remember. 120 feet. Yeah, 120 feet. So roughly half a football field. Yep. And that's, in fact, actually, it, it passed. It started to approach Earth yesterday. So we haven't been hit yet, so that's good. But it is within, it is within if I'm reading this correctly, a distance of a mere. Here we go. A mere... 3.86 million miles while hurtling at a speed of 49,682 kilometers per hour. Okay. That's that's moving pretty fast. Yeah. And it sounds like 3, you know, 3 million miles away. That that's what that's what kind of caught me is like that's so far and I started thinking about it. I'm like that's not that far because the moon is like roughly like maybe like a quarter million miles away. That that's the moon. And then I was curious. So I looked up how far Mars is from Earth, because that's the closest planet to us. Okay, okay. And this kind of puts it into perspective. So, and, and the moon, you know, it, it's only a little farther than the moon, but Mars is 177 million miles away. Okay, 177 million, got it. This asteroid was 3 million miles away. That's close. That's all right, because we consider, because we consider in the entirety of the solar system, right? We consider obviously the moon, but Mars being relatively close. Exactly. And it's 177 million miles away. Well, here's NASA's threshold NASA goes into a planetary defense coordination when that, like, like a mode, basically, just consider it like a, like a cautionary mode when something approaches within 4.6 million miles. Oh, okay. So if something approach, approaches within 4.6 million miles over a certain size, or over 150 meters, they, they actively track it because, as you can imagine, at the cosmic scales, you know, your math might be a little bit off. And what's amazing about these things is like a fraction of a degree in a certain direction can move these things hundreds of thousands, if not, you know, a million miles. Right. Yeah, that's terrifying. Their, their angle. Right. Well, does, does it talk about like, uh, like, let's just say hypothetically, that thing smacked into earth going that fast that size what kind of damage are we talking this sounds like this sounds like armageddon (laughs) they call these well they call these ones city killers okay so 
not Armageddon, but city killers. Okay. So, so if it blasted you, into like Pittsburgh. Yeah. Pittsburgh, know, New York, you know, whatever, San Diego, it's going to be wrecked. The whole city's toasted. I mean, I think there's a lot of, I, I think you can actually find asteroid simulation programs out there on the internet. In okay. fact, we might, we literally could ask ChatGPT this, but it damage, damage with asteroids is sometimes a little bit wonky, mm-hmm. but they call them city killers because a, a majority or a good portion or a large part of the city would now be inhabitable. Okay. All right. Well, that, that's, that's terrifying, Joe. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Now, the good, the good news, quote unquote, is if they do miscalculate one of these smacks into Earth, these smaller ones are not, are not, are not Earth killers, but they, you know, obviously, you know, losing an entire city would not be good. Yeah. I wonder how big it has to be to, to, to totally annihilate Earth. Not that I want to find um, out, but I'm just kind of curious. I don't know off the top of my head. What I found when I was looking at the information for this is that the things that NASA is actually most concerned about is not Earth killers. Because one, they're rare. An Earth killer asteroid does have to be absurdly large, like like, like the size of uh, your favorite movie Armageddon, right? Oh, like the size of Texas. <laughs> yeah, basically. It has right. to be like the size of Texas. What NASA is concerned about would be a collection of city killers or like a cloud, perhaps, of asteroids. Oh, just kind like of peppering Earth. Yes, that's actually what they're super concerned about. And what I found when I was researching this, uh, when I was kind of piggybacking off the article you found, was that the, here's, there is some good news about this. For the asteroids that NASA actively tracks... The they and they knew about this one that was coming close. This one that was that came close was not something they were like, oh my god, I didn't see it. That has happened, by the way. They have seen things that they did not know about because it was either masked by the sun or or that you know we weren't looking in the right direction. But the for the ones that they track, it's one kilometer wide. It's called 1994 PC1. It's and it is has the most dangerous traje- trajectory. It only has a point oh oh. One five one percent chance of passing within the orbit of the moon. Okay, and it, that's it. And so that one has a ten times higher risk than any other asteroid in our local system. Right. Okay. So at least NASA is saying right now that we're not really the risk of being destroyed by an asteroid within the the way they said it within the next thousand years is very 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 low. So that's some that's some good news, I think. Now, this might sound like a dumb question. Where the hell do these uh, asteroids even come from? Like, what, remnants, what propels them? They are remnants. I mean, there's, that, that's a pretty, it's a relatively broad answer, and I can't, I can't give you the, I probably can't give you the full thing. But they are remnants. Some, some asteroids come into our solar system from outside our solar system, right? So well, yeah. where they come from, I mean, People, could be they, anything. They from, right, could be anything from the creation of the universe, right? An, it, it an could exploding be pl- planet, perhaps? Exactly, right. Uh, planets, okay. planets smashing together, uh, different galaxies colliding, right? All, all of that, all the, the impact and rubble from something on a galactic scale, right, is going to send meteors, well, asteroids in many different directions. Some of the asteroids, now the majority of the asteroids in our solar system are left over from our solar system itself. Because if you go back... Where's where's the time. asteroid belt? Isn't it over by like Jupiter or something or Saturn? Yeah, it's yeah. It's do they between, do they break free from there and like just end up hurling like through through our our galaxy? 
I that you know what that is a great question. I do not know if some will collide and break free from from the asteroid belt. It certainly sounds scientific to me, but I've never really looked into it. That's uh, a good question. Look at us getting all sciencey. <laughs> I know this is a science podcast now. Yeah, I'm sure people are like now like skip 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 skip. <laughs> Like, oh, no, I, I find it, I find it fascinating. Like just, like just talking about space in general, like really makes you feel very insignificant. Like you're talking oh, about, totally. you're talking yeah. about solar systems and galaxies freaking colliding with each other. That just sounds insane to me. Like how the hell does that even happen? Because I know everything, like we're literally just like our, our galaxy is moving. It is. Like it we're is. not just stationary. Like the whole, no, everything moves. Not. And that's so weird. It's so weird to me. We are already traveling at an extreme rate of speed through the cosmos. We just don't feel the effects of it because everything to us is relative. Right. So, By weird. the way, I got an answer to your question. What question did I ask? Most asteroids in our solar system oh. are believed to originate from the asteroid belt. Ah, okay. A region located between the orbits of Mars and Earth. Look at that. Oh, oh. Yeah. wait, what? Uh, There's an asteroid belt between us and, and Mars? Is that what you said? That's what this says. Really? I didn't know there was one there. I thought it was like clear. I thought it was way out. Like I thought it was out by like Jupiter. Okay. No, it is. It is a thick cloud of asteroids between Mars and Jupiter. Now I say thick cloud. Remember at cosmic scales, you know, you could be looking around and not see anything. But when you zoom out far enough, the majority of asteroids are contained within the asteroid belt. So what happens is the way I'm, I looked this up very quickly for this show while we were doing it mm -hmm. is that objects will exit or their trajectory through the asteroid belt will take them through the trajectory of earth. Oh, all right. Or, you know, our, you know, our, our typical trajectory around the sun. You, you, like the odds of, of one of those asteroids even getting on the same exact path is our orbit. Like the, the odds are so slim that that would even happen anyway. So yeah, for, for something to, to get dialed in right on earth, that little speck, off in the distance. It's it, unbelievably tiny. Yeah, like it's pretty pretty crazy. Now, do they have, uh, we don't have to keep talking about this whole show because we have other stuff to get to, but do they have plans for the Armageddon day, that situation where there is a, a big asteroid coming? Or is it pretty much like if it if one's going to hit Earth and it's that big, it's like, like all right, like it's over. <laughs> like there's nothing no, there is, there is actually an asteroid containment or emergency plan but it depends on the size of the asteroid. I do not know, and I, I, I probably can't answer this for the show today. Someone might, you know, maybe I'll find out later. All right. I don't know what they would do with the planet killers. I mean, they have ideas and containments for like the smaller ones. I have no idea what they would do with the planet killer. Yeah. I mean, what I what I think makes the most sense is to like instead Mylar of actually sales. getting <laughs> well, actually, you're not you're not completely wrong. It's there are a lot of things like can because remember all you have to do is nudge it. What I think I read was that they would get a bunch of miners or drillers mm -hmm. and they would stick them in a spacecraft untrained, yeah, or a week of NASA training, mm -hmm. and they would send them out and they would have them drill into the asteroid and drop a nuke into it. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> yeah, in fact, in fact, if it works, you might even be able to make a movie out of it. Yeah, because if you put a firecracker in your hand and close your hand, your wife's gonna be opening your ketchup bottles the rest of your life. Joe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Who unscrews okay, yeah, ketchup no. bottles? Anyway, Clear, clearly that was a reference to Armageddon. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! All right, let's move on to. Uh, we got one more uh, sciencey kind of thing, but it's not space. It's not space. It's uh, we'll, we'll touch on this. It's Elon Musk is developing 
Tesla bots, robots. Yeah, Tesla bots. I watched yeah. a video on this thing, man. It's weird looking. I mean, we've we've talked about AI and stuff for for many episodes. Like seeing these Tesla bots move around, they move kind of funny, but yeah, they're walking around like they look sentient. They're you know they're they look like people, mm-hmm. and they I don't know. It looks it looks so bizarre, and they I I think they're they're trying to actively like uh, uh, give them the knowledge to move. Like they're they're teaching them like how to reach down and grab a can of Pepsi and pick it up and put it, it back down. And yeah. like they're, they're trying to program these human movements into these things so they, they can do it. And dude, I, I don't think it's too far off, you know, from seeing these things, you know, doing things in the world, perhaps. Right. Right. I don't know if we'll ever see, you know, full scale, uh, you know, I robot, like people having like robot butlers and stuff. Right. Right. But yeah, dude, it's crazy. I don't know what the, I don't know what the plan is, what the end game is. For these things like are they just again like right what what's the ultimate goal what do you where do you stick a robot right uh, yeah what do you do with it like like jeff goldblum said <laughs> right they well, were so preoccupied with whether they could they didn't think if they should so what are they the going to do what are they, what's the way the, what's that i like game? to think about it is that the most immediate use for for or a, for a bot for lack of a better term i guess a bot that is trained to do something and you actually hit a really cool point there the way they train a lot of the Tesla bots is they will have a human do it, and that human becomes the training data set, and then the bots learn from that data set. So, like, they have a human sit at a table, pick up a cup or, like you said, like a ball, and put it in a container, right? Yeah. What you do is you you, you just apply, like, where would that make the most logical application? Well, it probably would logically apply to places that are dangerous for humans, okay. right? Think about mining or think about an assembly line with a lot of like uh, dangerous components on it or something, right? Yeah, more jobs, or, or, more jobs lost. But the jobs could shift. But that's a whole different. That's a yeah. whole different topic for another time. Um, but it, it the, the idea of these bots, I think, for me, and I and I have this is just my opinion on this. I, I'm not saying like this is this is or what we will do with them. Is clearly they they would be used to replace tasks where they could be trained first. So like you said, like can it pick things up and put them down? Can it paint the side of this truck? Can it lift up this dangerous, like, uh, metal, right? And can it place it into something so a human doesn't have to do it? Or think about radioactivity, right? You could use these bots to move around radioactive material. You know what else you could do, Joe? You could train them to be soldiers. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah. Yeah. And call them Terminators. (laughs) 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 That's what I'm seeing with these things, man. They, They look like Terminators, sort of. They, they do. Okay. Yes. I'm looking at it the, the way you're looking at it now. We could post a picture on the Facebook page. They do kind of look like early versions of Terminators. They yeah. do. Wrap it in living tissue. You can send it through, uh, through a time machine. Like, there you go. Oh, game over. Wait, wait, wait. And you could send it back in time to a point where when they create the AI chip, you could, you could break the technology and stop it from happening. Yeah. Actually, you know, what's going to happen. Someone, uh, this is all hypothetical. Uh, yeah. somebody, God, this is all coming back, man. It's dude, it's Terminator Judgment Day all over again. Elon Musk is like he he's the the bad guy. Like, no <laughs> offense, Elon. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, but in the movie, they sent they sent dude back to to kill John Connor's mother because he developed uh he just he developed uh space or not uh what do you call it? Uh, Skynet, aka right, right, uh, right. aka Starlink. And he uh and then he developed Terminators and 
And like, so that's what Elon's doing. Well, right. Because even the guy in, in Terminator 2, the, the, the technology guy, he wasn't, na- he wasn't like a bad guy. He was just a scientist. Yeah. He was just a scientist who was developing this technology. And in, in Terminator 2, you know, they send Arnold back, obviously to protect the Connors, but to destroy the work that this scientist is doing. And he was a good guy. Like he wasn't like a bad guy or anything, but even he didn't realize what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's great. Oh, so this is, that's okay. John. Okay. That's right. John Connor was the one he rebelled right. against Skynet. Okay. Right. I, I, the I first, had the plot right. mixed up there. Okay. That's right. So the Terminator was sent back to kill John Connor. The original Terminator was sent back to kill John Connor for, for leading the resistance. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. So yeah, but that that's what's going to happen though is uh, is is Elon's uh, uh, Tesla bot slash Terminators uh, are gonna he's gonna send them back in time after he builds a time machine and he's gonna he's going to have to take out whoever Elon Musk whoever resists Elon Musk and in, in all his Terminators. <laughs> yes, that would be the first movie. Yes, yeah, oh my God, that would dude. be the first movie. The second movie would be going back to try to actually, um, and I don't mean this seriously, would be like trying to go back and take out elon musk because he creates the terminators yeah that's what the good guys would do that's what they would do yeah the he's good making, guys would right he's making yeah, terminators he doesn't even know yeah. it he doesn't even know it wow 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 but you're right though you have to, we'll have to post a picture of this because you're right i didn't make the connection <laughs> until you started talking about it these things do look like early versions of what the of what the terminators would look like they even have like the same servos in their arm i know <laughs> like it's crazy <laughs> Oh my God! All right, let's let's keep moving on. We got a couple more stories, and we still got to we, we have to leave some time for trivia. Okay. All right. So these last two stories here, they're, they're pretty pretty quick. Like I said, the one was uh, I'll just touch on this one because it's you know it's terrible. Uh, somebody did find in a Louisiana Arby's freezer a dead body. So it says here, Jeez, an Arby's freezer. Yeah, it says police are investigating the death of a female restaurant employee whose body was discovered in the freezer at an Arby's in Louisiana. Um, blah, blah 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 blah. Let me see here. Um. Uh, despite initially calling the death suspicious, according to police, uh, they are they believe that it could be accidental. Oh, jeez, that's so terrible. Somebody stumbled. They went into the. I'm assuming it was the walk-in freezer. And but my question is like, how does that even happen? Like, I know they're cold. They're very cold. The freezers. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know how you get stuck in one. Like without anybody knowing. Well, they didn't. They didn't say like the door had broken or something on them, did they? Uh, no, it didn't. But that that's that's like when you go into a freezer, like you can get back out, and like yeah. like unless you said like or, if the if the latch broke or something. But I don't but know. That, man, like, but to be clear, that that's that doesn't seem to be the, like this isn't some horrific story of the latch breaking, right? Not that I can see. I couldn't. I couldn't find the link to the actual story. This is just, I saw this on Instagram. Because that just makes me just uh, like just terrified of the, even the concept yeah because like what if like they were like closing up for the night and you know so and so didn't realize that you know somebody was still in there and they were stuck i mean it's that's nightmare fuel it is it's terrible so that's why we're not going to talk about it very long <laughs> uh, uh the other story joe the other one i found this one this one's yeah. funny so uh king charles was having a uh a coronation party at a at a venue okay and somebody I don't know if it was the groundskeeper or who it was, it doesn't say. Somebody mowed a 30-foot penis into the lawn. <laughs> yes, they uh Oh my god. Yeah, there's a there's a picture of it too. <laughs> it's 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 not the best looking, you know, one we've seen, but 
it, uh, it it's very it's very crudely drawn. You can tell what it is, but it's uh, <laughs> it says warning. Oh my this God. article contains an image of the of the damage done. <laughs> so okay, but it, but it is literally what you're saying. It is it is the phallic region of a male yes. being mowed into the grass. And they please tell me they left like the, they they did. That's all they mowed. Like they left the rest of the grass high, so it like stood out. Oh yeah, like they put on like the lowest setting possible, so it was like. You know, it was just that like real faint, like yellow grass, you know, <laughs> you could clearly see it, but, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's not like a mistake or a misinterpretation. It is clear what it was, what they were trying to do. Oh yeah. Somebody's like, oh, come on. That's a dog's nose. Like, no, it's not <laughs> two, it's eye, like two eyes and a nose. Like, uh-uh. uh, yeah, but yes. no, that, gr- that grows to prove your, uh, your point of the uh, greater blank space penis. Uh, penis ah, uh, yes. In fact, you actually referenced it, uh, exactly exactly how uh it's written i don't think this applies perfectly uh because according to your theory that's just any space left untouched or unattended or for any any blank space left unattended for a long enough period of time will eventually have that drawn on it yeah so this was more i think someone this is more of like a intentional vandalization not like this you know this lawn was left unattended for for five years and like you know what i want to do here uh, no, it was it was very specific for this uh, for this party that was happening. Oh, but it still counts. It still counts. Yeah. The the, the, the GP, the GB, <laughs> GBS B- space <laughs> whatever it is, yeah. does not differentiate between purposeful, accidental, or comical application of the object. Yeah, it's just if a if it was drawn on any blank yes, surface exactly. or mode for into any, right for any reason via any physical interaction with that space yep it counts <laughs> all right well that's it for the news stories that i found joe all right well that that was a good mix we had technology we had nightmare fuel mm-hmm. and we had the, the 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 greater blank space uh penis theory coming through yeah we had all of it it was all there i'm trying to find my my game show thingy here all right, uh, I think I see it there. Okay, here we go, here we go. All right, are you ready, Joe, for trivia? I am ready. Everybody listening, ready for trivia. I'll give you a heads up, though, on what I asked ChatGPT. Okay. I said, give me 10 quiz questions for a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, so I have to give you my prompt. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So, you, so the prompt that I asked G, ChatGPT was, I said, uh, my prompt was, can you generate 10 quiz questions, pop culture quiz questions about the 1990s and early 2000s, period. Okay. That's it. All right. So you got you got general trivia. You got nerd questions. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I looked up, like, I actually kind of went, I followed the same suit at first. And I'm like, no. I'm like, no, I'm not giving Joe movie questions. He deserves better. <laughs> and, and you know what's funny about that, too, is that, like you can ask it that. I love it that you could just be like, you can flex your <laughs> yeah. questions. Yeah, you can that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, let's uh, let's jump in. That is the wrong one. Here we go. Wow, I want to hear that one. I don't even think this is it, but hey, it's time for trivia, Joe. What is that? Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> no, I like that though. I think that's good for trivia. It's, it's almost like a. That's almost like an '80s game show. It was. Where the hell is the trivia? Oh, that. Oh, that was something different. Oh, here it is. Okay, in case all you uh, OG listeners, uh, you want to hear the actual game show music, here it is. You know what time oh, it yeah. is, Joe? 
It's time for trivia. There it is. All right. Okay. All right. Let's see. Where's my? Okay. I got my. I got my dinger and my buzzer. All right. So here we go. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, you go first. I want to hear. I want to hear these nerd questions. <laughs> okay. Th thank you, ChatGPT. All right. Now some of these are. Uh, uh, okay. Here we go. All right. All right. Rustle my paper around. Okay. All right, Joe. Here we go. Question number one. Uh, okay. In the realm of computer programming, nerd, what does the acronym <laughs> API stand for? Oh, uh, an API is an access uh, access uh, interface, access point, access protocol, access access something interface. Mm. Uh, uh, you were close. You were close. You had the interface part, right? It was application programming interface. Uh, I knew that. I knew that. But my nerd, my nerd cred is low. That's okay. That's okay. You, you'll have some opportunity to, to make up. I can redeem it, to yeah. redeem myself. All right. Okay. All right. So uh, question number two, which planet in our solar system has the highest recorded surface temperature? We've actually talked about this before. Oh, uh, that should be Venus. That is correct. Yes. Okay. What? Question number three. What is the process by which a massive star collapses under its own gravitational pull, resulting in a powerful explosion? Oh, it's a supernova. That is correct. Nice. I wish I had, I wish I had a nerd buttons like nerd. Nerd. <laughs> yes. And after that happens, uh, what shall you drink, Joe? Wait, what? I'm <laughs> some champagne. Sorry. <laughs> oh, was I supposed to do that? Oh, it's wrong button. No, it was just it was a joke. It was a joke for Oasis. <laughs> The champagne supernova. Oh, damn! You were too okay. far into nerd mode. I know. I wasn't. I wasn't back in nineties in nineties alternative rock mode yet. Okay. All right. Question number four: uh, Which scientist is credited with the development of the theory of general relativity? Albert Einstein. That is correct. Okay. So you're redeeming. I am redeeming. There's a little tougher one. Okay. Okay. What is the chemical symbol? For the element with the atomic number ninety-two. Oh, jeez. I is 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 gold ninety-two. Uh, I, I'm gonna guess gold. I don't think this is correct. I think gold is ninety-two, and I think it's AU. Mm. No. Uh, we're looking for U, Joe, which is uranium. Uranium. <laughs> You're like, of course. like, of course, of course, <laughs> of course, ninety-two. I knew right. that. Uh, okay, here's here's one you probably should get. Uh, this is one I asked ChatGPT. I'm like, I'm like, change this one to a Star Wars question. Okay, cool, cool. All right, in the Star Wars universe, what is the name of the planet that serves as the primary base for the Rebel Alliance? If you uh, if you get this, I will be thoroughly impressed. I think it's Yavin. Oh my god, dude! Impressive, yeah, impressive, dude. I it, there's no way. <laughs> on this planet, I would ever have guessed that. No, no, dude. I don't. Not no, I don't watch those. No, but I mean the classic. So yeah, because you, you you haven't even seen the classic films all that much, right? Uh, like way back in the day, like maybe maybe a couple few times, like total. Right, but you haven't seen them like you know twenty times, no. 20, 30 times. No. Uh, right. This next question, I actually did know, so I'm proud of myself. Question number seven: What is the name of the largest moon of Saturn? Uh, um, 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 I do know. I think I, I know it's Europa. Mm, I'll give you one more chance. The largest moon of Saturn. Mm -hmm. 
Very popular moon. Oh, is it Io? Mm. I don't know. What is it? We're looking for Titan. Titan. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I was like, I knew if you guessed it wrong, you're going to kick yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's just so, it's so obvious that I, I skipped it. I, I missed over. I missed it. Yep. Okay. We're still doing good though. Okay. Now question number eight, who, okay. who is the author of the, a song and fire or a song of ice and fire book series, which inspired the TV show game of Thrones. Oh, uh, J.R.R. R. Martin. It's close enough. It's George, George R. R. Martin. George, George, J. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Yep. Thanks. All right. Uh, in the uh, question number nine, uh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Joe, you should probably okay. get this one. I'll probably get this, yeah. Uh, what is the real name of the superhero Black Widow? The real name, not the actor's oh, name. Oh, Romanov. Romanov. Uh, uh, her, I'll give you yeah. that one, too. It was Natasha Romanov. Oh, okay, good. I knew it started with an N. I was like, Romanov. I would have never guessed that either. I don't watch those either. It's kind of weird. I know that too because that's certainly not. It's she's not, only it's been not in the a popular of the movies one, yeah. that I've seen. No, she's not. She's not a. She does have her own movie, but like she's not not one of the more popular characters. Yeah, not like Tony Stark. Right, right. Is he in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Yeah, that's Iron Man. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, what is the okay? Last question, Joe. Number ten. What is the name of the largest volcano in our solar system located on Mars? Oh, what is the name of the volcano? Oh yeah, this is a tough one. This Holy. Is, was this on the first generation of these it, questions? It was. <laughs> the largest volcano on Mars. Okay. Um, I feel like somewhere in my brain this answer exists, but I'm not sure if I can dig it up. Okay. So I'll give you a hint. I, I, it starts I, okay. with it starts with an O. Oh, okay. Um mm -hmm. go on. Oh crap. I don't know the answer. Uh oh, 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 oh. Omega. I, mm. I have no idea. Okay. I don't know. All right. Sorry. <laughs> The answer we were looking for was Olympus Mons, Joe. You know what? I was right. That was, I knew that. And I just could not pull it out. But that is Well, at least you knew bad. it when, when I said it. Like, had, yes. had you asked me that question, I would, I would, there, there's no way I'd have been like, oh, you know, Joe, I actually did know that. <laughs> I'd have been like, I had no idea. You're like, like <laughs> easy. Yeah, God, easy, just peasy. didn't come to me. All right, so you got one, two, three, four, Five. You got six out of ten. Not six bad, Joe. Not, not seven? Didn't I get seven? No, one, two, no. three, four, five, six. All right, fine. Was, you know telling. what? I got six. I got six. Fine. Sixty percent nerd. You're sixty percent nerd. That's right. Okay. That's that's not bad. All right, here we go. I'm a little nervous. I know uh, I feel like I feel like you're gonna do well in this because I actually had I know how good you are at general movie and pop culture trivia from like the nineties and two thousands. So okay. I had to I had to ask actually ask ChatGPT to bump the difficulty up not once but twice. Oh. Lovely. <laughs> yeah. Because okay, right. because the first the first set was so easy that I was like this you can't ask this to anybody. Like maybe maybe a Gen Zer might not know these. Right. But anyone else is going to know them. Okay. So, well let's see what the level 3 difficulty gives me. All right. Level three difficulty for 90s and early 2000s pop culture for, mm. for Dave here. All right, here we In go. In the TV show Seinfeld, mm. what was the occupation of George Costanza? This is a bit of a trick question, uh, I'll warn you. I know. He worked in the office. Uh, I think he worked in like a sports. Uh, he worked for like a baseball team or something. That is, uh, you know what? I'll probably have to give you credit for that because that is one of the jobs that he had. 
Okay. That's not the answer the chat GPT gave, but I am going to give you credit for that because that is one of the jobs that he had. What's the chat GPT list? They said for the majority of the show, he's actually unemployed. Oh, okay. All right. So I guess this is a trick question. Yep. Yep. All right. What's number two? Okay. Number two, which film won the Academy Award for Best Picture in 1994? Uh, Forrest Gump. Yep. You nailed it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was good. That Thanks, was good. Man. I know All my right. movie dates pretty well. I, I, you know what? And that was every time 1994 comes up, I'm like, Forrest Gump. I don't yeah. know what the question is. The answer is Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Gump. <laughs> okay. Number three. What was the name of the fictional city in which the TV show Buffy the Vampire Slayer was set? Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, chat GPT. I never really watched this. I have no idea. Okay. The, the, the town, city, whatever it was called, was called Sunnydale. Okay. It actually rings a bell, but I would have never guessed that. Okay. All right. So, okay. I two out of three. But, but apparently, just as a note there, Buffy the Vampire Slayer was huge when we were younger, and I never watched it. No, me neither. I I, I remember seeing, like, I, I, there was a movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, but there was also, no, like, there a series, a, too. Yes, there was a series, and I can't remember which one came first. Either the movie predated the series, and that's what sparked the series, or it was the other way around. I think that's the case, I think. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Anyway, all right, what's question number four? Okay, number four. Who directed the 1999 film Fight Club? Oof. Um, directed, uh, I don't know. Maybe Brockheimer, but I don't, I don't know. It was, I, then this, I did not know this either. David Fincher. Oh. David Fincher. Yep. Uh, you know, I actually did know that, and I just didn't think on it's it long It's one enough. of those, right? It's one yep. of those. Yep. Okay. All right. Not not All right. doing great here. 50%. I, no, I think, I think this next one, though, is at least... This next one's probably a home run for you. Okay. Which actress played the role of Hermione Granger? Granger? Oh, that was Emma Emma Watson. You got it. All right. (laughs) Yeah, which, by the way, yeah, all those characters like uh, Harry and Hermione and Ron, like Weasley, they're all like 30 now, like 30-something, 31, 32. Oh, I know. I know. It's crazy. It's so weird. Like, I don't remember them. Because when we watched the movies, like they were... What I, they were very young, but they're only like like ten or eleven years younger than we are. It's so weird, and and it seemed right, and it even and I do even though I'm not a big Harry Potter fan, it did seem at the time like that they were like much younger than us, but that wasn't wasn't the case at all. Right. Yeah, it's weird. But anyway, okay, go ahead. Sorry, um, three out of uh, three out of five so far. All right. Okay. I have to ask you this one mm-hmm. because it's on your list, and it would be unfair of me. To, 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 to attempt to adjust it. Okay. All right. Okay. Go ahead. In the film, The Matrix, mm-hmm. what is the name of the character played by Keanu Reeves? Uh, I mean, it went by Neo, but it was, uh. That's the answer. Okay. Don't go any further than right. that. <laughs> he went by Mr. Was it Mr. Anderson? But I don't know what his first name was. Well, though. that was, yes, his his when he didn't realize he was in the matrix he was uh, something anderson uh and i don't remember his i actually don't remember his first name Me neither. it was something anderson mr anderson tom tom anderson i tom anderson maybe i don't know uh, okay bob 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 anderson, anderson. <laughs> i don't know all right okay that was that was number 
um, it was number six, right? Yes. Yep, on number seven. Okay. On number seven. Which hip-hop group released the album The Miseducation of Lorne Hill in 1998? Oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, Miseducation of Lorne Hill. I'm going to say... Uh, oh, my God, dude. It was, uh, it was a big album that year. Naughty by Nature. I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> All right. The answer mm -hmm. is the Fugees. You remember the Fugees? The Fugees? Yeah. No. You don't remember the Fugees? No. What was one of their big songs? Just uh, you YouTube can't even name. You something. can't even name one. I don't remember the Fugees. I don't, I don't. I don't know the names of the damn songs. I just. I just know there's. I can just hear the music in the back of my head. No, I can't. I, I don't think I ever listened to the Fugees. I probably hold did. On, just didn't realize it. Hold on. The hold on. We're, I'm going to tell you a Fuji song right now. Okay. All right. What do you got? Uh, what do you got? Killing, killing me softly with his song. Oh wait, that's Remember a good that? song. Yeah. That's yeah, a, a hip-hop group? They, yeah, Killing Me Softly with his song, mm -hmm. Ready or Not, where there, where there are two big... There you go, see? Right there. This yeah, is a... You found it. Okay. But that's, that's a hip-hop group? Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, that's... Remember, like, the, the genre is wide, mm -hmm. right? So it's like you could apply a lot of different styles within that, within that, within that genre. Okay. All right. So that was, right. was that question number seven? Seven. That was seven. Yep. Okay. All right. I got to get two of these last ones. All right. Well, you have you got three chances to get it. Yep. All right. Here we go. In mm -hmm. the TV show, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, mm -hmm. what was the character Carlton Banks known for? Uh, aside from his uh, this, Carlton dance? Is, that's, I, I was about to preface that <laughs> with what was his signature move yeah and it was the carlton dance yes <laughs> or or is known as the carlton yes yeah have you watched the new show uh bel-air on peacock i think we talked about it for we a did. little bit and it was like it's like very different it's like serious right oh, yeah it's so good though yeah okay. i yeah, have not seen a little it media recommendation if you haven't uh, watched it definitely check it out but go ahead number number eight joe all right who won the academy award for best actress for her role in the 98 film Shakespeare in Love. Oh my God! I don't even remember who was in that. Uh, Shakespeare in Love. Um, I will give you an alternative question. I'm going to do this because, for whatever reason, I have two questions here that mirror each other. Okay. And if this one, I will give you a mirror. I will give you two chances to get this. So here's an alternative question here. Okay. Who won the Academy Award for Best Actor in his role in the 1999 film American Beauty? If you want, just answer one of those. Um, all right, so American Beauty 99 or 98 Shakespeare in Love. I think the like the obvious answer, uh, is gonna be Kevin Spacey, but I think there was somebody else in that, and I can't remember who. I'm just gonna have to go with Kevin Spacey. Well, yes, if you chase if you choose that question, yes, you got it. Okay, you got all Kevin right, Kevin Spacey for number nine. Yep, I, th I thought maybe it was the kid with the video camera in the bag. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. I mean, that was a weird. I mean, that was a wildly weird movie to begin with. It was, yeah. It started out kind of bizarre, if I remember. Yes, <laughs> I, I am purposely not giving you a softball in this last one. Okay. Because because you got it. Because there there was a softball version here, and it just wouldn't be fun. Okay, give me the toughie. Because this, will, this will take, if I get this right, nope. it's going to take me up to seven. Yep. So here what we go. What was the name of the high school in the TV show Beverly Hills 90210? Oh my god, the high school? Yeah. Oh my god, dude. Um ugh. it's simple. It's it's simple, but it's not 
the name of the show. Yeah, I know. I remember that they always hung out at the Peach Pit. I do remember that. Right. But the name of the high school. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, I, I, there's no way I could sit here for 10 minutes and try and figure it out. I'm not going to remember. So it's the West Beverly Hills High School. That's the name of it? <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> okay, here's if, – if I had just – Throwing you the softball, I want. I just want you to answer the softball question okay. that I had for this one as well. In the TV show Friends, what is the name of Ross and Monica's dog? Oh my god! Oh god! Uh, is that not a softball for you? Uh, it's not one of them questions that comes up, you know, normally for a Friends question. Uh, oh, their dog. Okay. It was. I think okay. it was like Mister Something. I think or something like that. But I don't remember. What well, is it? All right. So I guess both of these were way harder than I thought they were going to be. Yeah. The dog's name was Chi-Chi. Chi-Chi, that's right. Ah, Yeah, didn't Monica sit on him or something like that? I think like several times or something. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> Chi-Chi. All right, well, actually, we tied, dude. We both got six. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yes, I am 60% uh, normal pop culture guy. <laughs> yeah, right. See, way to go, 60% normal pop culture guy. <laughs> and you're 60% nerd. Yeah, which is about right. I'm probably about 60% nerd. Yeah, it's true. So, all right, man. Well, I think we did it this episode, dude. I think we should uh, yep. probably wrap up. So, uh, yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's all right, guys. Well, thank you uh, for checking us out again, and we'll see you next Monday. Yep. Talk to you next time. <laughs>